Welcome to episode 128 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. This is one of our uh, movies in our top 10 uh, that we are reviewing today, and that is Ready Player One by Mr. Steven Spielberg himself. Uh, have we have we reviewed any Spielberg movies yet since we've been doing this? I don't think so. I, th- I might have mentioned The Post. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not very geeky um, and nerdy, but yeah. Well, right, let's just get the boring stuff out of the way. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes rating is at 76%. That's out of 264 reviews, 200 fresh, 64 rotten. And um, it looks like for the holiday weekend, it only made $53 million, Wow, which isn't a lot. it's been out since like Wednesday. Yeah. That's not really good. I think it did, uh, what, like 180 worldwide or something like that? Uh, 128 as of today. Okay. Yeah, so 180, 181 total. So just to put that in perspective, like Black Panther did like two something in the first weekend, just domestically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, I think it did like 53 million on like a Thursday or something. Like yeah. That. It's in that movie's like on its way to, I think, right. It passed Last Jedi. It passed Jurassic World, passed the Avengers. I think there's only yeah. like three movies ahead of it. And I think it's going to beat titanic so it'll be like number three it'll be behind avatar and uh and force awakens which that's that's fucking crazy yeah it's so incredible uh so enough of that though ready player one um what you know you go first i go first yeah yeah (coughs) okay so initial i didn't read the book yeah i didn't read the book um i i enjoyed it it was fun um you know stepping away for now what three days now Mm -hmm. um I still think it was a fun movie. It just uh, it, it had some issues with it um, that I'll get into later. But overall, I thought it was very fun. I didn't think the Easter eggs got in the way of the movie, although it, uh, I caught myself trying to find things anytime they were in the Oasis. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. There is tons of Easter eggs in this movie. Um, I, I thought it was pretty original, I, th- I felt. Um. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'll, I'll, that's my so initial reaction. It sounds like I, you had I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Sounds like you had fun. Um, yeah. I had I had fun as well, but like, I've been away from it for a few days also, and uh, we just watched you know Jumanji on Blu-ray uh, the other night, and uh, I think I had more fun in that movie. <laughs> to be honest, I think I had more fun because, um, it, just that the, I really dug the characters a lot. And uh, I think in Ready Player One, it almost felt like there wasn't enough time. Well, the movie was already long enough, but there wasn't really enough time to get to know um, the characters a little more intimately. I mean, you got to know their avatars a lot. Um, And then toward, I don't know, I guess the middle, you started to kind of, you know, see the characters and whatnot. But I, I just had a really hard time. Like, I think with the Easter egg thing, like you said, I spent a lot of time trying to look at that. And I think I missed a lot of the movie by doing that. So I was like, God damn it. I should have just like paid attention to the movie because I'm having a hard time remembering things about that movie. Like, mm-hmm. so it didn't really like, like the next day, I, I just didn't really like, I didn't think about it. So, and I'm, I, I have in my notes and this is so weird but I feel like I've kind of outgrown Spielberg a little bit. Like I, I know the way he like 
it's there's no mistaking a Spielberg movie when you watch it. It's just like when you hear, you know, Phil Collins, you're like, that's Phil Collins. Like you just know who's doing what. You know that this is his movie. And it felt like like if this movie came out in the eighties, I would my head would explode. I'm like, oh my God, this is like amazing. So for a lot of nostalgic purposes, like I, I, you know, they did little John Williams did a little like Back to the Future music in there. There was like music from other famous movies that Spielberg did or John Williams did. And so like that would like uh, permeate in my head. I'd start thinking about those movies and stuff. And I don't know if there it was meant to do that, but it did that. But it kind of took away from the movie itself. And so. I just had a hard time. Like while I did have fun, I think I was analyzing it way too much. Like I was expecting this like really cool, like adventure. And it was just kind of a so, so like rip off of a ton of different movies, but just done in a virtual reality type situation. So, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I I think 76% is probably where it should be. Maybe a little bit lower for me. Um, so anyway, that's my initial reaction, which I, th- I thought it was fun, but I just didn't. I wanted something, I think, a little more grand or spectacular or something like that. I, I don't know. I, I liked everything that was in the Oasis. Um, the, the problem I had with it was that you, you, you could – I never read the book, like I said. It really felt like the, mo- the book is really dense. It felt like there was more – you know, like uh, yeah. they didn't get around to doing so because it felt like maybe you could have split this movie into two, not three. Right. But split it into two um, because it felt like it was missing that um, that charm that Harry Potter has. Yeah. Because the Goblet of Fire, you know, he had to go after three items. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about when it's Ron, Hermione, and Harry. Oh, right. I thought like you, their I thought relationship you were talking together. Yeah. Well, no, they have that too. But, yeah. but as far as the relationship goes, because they... they each, you know, Ready Player One and and Harry Potter, they're the main characters are going on this quest, right? Mm-hmm. And because they live so much in the Oasis, and you don't get to, you know, you know, you don't get to live with a lot of the secondary characters, like the two Asian guys, right? Uh, the the Asian little boy and the other the teenager, I guess, looking one. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't get to too much about you don't know too much about them. It's just like a throwaway line that that H is a friend of theirs, right? Or you know, so. Um, so I would have liked, I, it felt like there was a lot more going on, but because they didn't spend too much time in the real world and explore those relationships, it, it felt like it felt a little lost for some of it. Mm-hmm. I felt that there was a lot of coincidences too. Um, I think my, my son read the book and he, and after we watched the movie, he's like, dad, this, the movie's nothing like the book. He's like in the book, they're all scattered all throughout the world. And like, I was like, yeah. Oh. And I was like, yeah, you know, I thought it was kind of a coincidence that all five of these kids lived in the same goddamn town. I was like, yeah. that's a little weird, <laughs> you know, like the girl that he falls in love with on the Internet. Right. Nobody knows your address or you click <laughs> like, off. She's of across the services. street. <laughs> yeah. He can see his he can see his shitty mobile stacked homes <laughs> from the rooftop of her place. Right. So I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll just, I mean, fuck, I'll just spend the money. You, we're doing this podcast. We're like three and a half hours away from each other. <laughs> yeah, but apparently, over the internet, if you fall in love, it just so happens to be the next town over. Right. <laughs> it's coincidence. It's the same. She she lives the same distance from him as I live, like from Safeway. Yeah. 
<laughs> which is crazy if you think about like the size of California alone. Yeah, but you can't see Safeway from your house. <laughs> oh no, it's not. Yeah, that's true. But Blasco Safeway is not tall, neither is my house. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. There's there's things like that that kind of bugged me, but I was like, whatever. Well, it's, what else did okay. he say was different? Because I'm I, I never looked it up. I but... actually didn't sit down and go st- step by step with them. I I need to sit down and read that book because he said it. The book's amazing. He's like, the uh-huh. book is so good. He's like, the movie's good in its own right. But he said that the book is completely different the way they do things. Um, uh-huh. and, and I think so like maybe you, they cut out the wrong things. Well, I think it, you probably hit the nail on the head saying like the book was probably more dense and explained a lot more and delved into all the characters and all that. I think that's exactly what that did. So you only right. have two hours to tell a story. Um, but I like the but idea that's what of, it's. That's what it felt like they solved the problem in two hours. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Once the first key was found, it wasn't like, here's another six months of exposition, right? <laughs> They're it's stuck like the next in day. <laughs> like, the next day, they're fucking, like, they already know where the next key is. Or, like, realistically, like, when he finally meets Artemis, she's, like, 300 pounds. <laughs> and he's, like, uh, forget it's a this. Dude, it's a 300-pound guy. <laughs> right, he's, like, forget it. I don't need this goddamn game right I, like I don't want the keys anymore <laughs> i don't need <laughs> i don't even want to live <laughs> he ruined my life fuck the oasis <laughs> yeah they have sex in the oasis and you see him like in the shower washing his tongue and washing his hands like in jim like, carrey yeah <laughs> jim carrey and ace ventura <laughs> it's like He's no got, like, that giant wad of gum in his mouth right uh He's just washing his mouse, <laughs> washing his virtual reality <laughs> headset. Uh, yeah, he dies so. in the shower. He dies in the shower because he forgets to take it off. And just <laughs> like electrocutes him. Credits. <laughs> you walk out of the theater like that was pretty bleak for a Spielberg movie. That was really weird. Yeah, it was really bad. I mean, it ended in like fifteen minutes. <laughs> Let's go watch another movie. We got time. I was expecting something more. <laughs> I paid ten dollars. I think I think Spielberg really fun starting to phone it in. <laughs> Most of it was like directed by a second assistant unit. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> in like one scene, you can see Spielberg's foot. You see like, him like they don't even bother. They don't even bother to edit it out. <laughs> you see him at craft services across the way, like just eating a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spielberg's dry heaving into the garbage can because he had an all night bender. Right. <laughs> like, how much directing did he honestly do? Because a lot of it's like in virtual reality. So I know he could have he could have directed <laughs> this film from his bedroom. He could like he filmed all the the real time stuff, real stuff yeah. in like a week, and then he's like, "Here, this is my this is what I want for the rest of it. I'm going home." <laughs> yeah. Know? Send it to my iPad. Yeah. <laughs> while I'm on the beach. Yeah. While I'm directing a, another movie. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. There was a there was a lot of CG in this. I mean, it, because they were inside <clears throat> the Oasis, which was really cool. Um, for as much CG as was in this movie, I didn't feel like there was a lot of bad parts. In this. There was no Mary Poppins Leia scene. No. In in this, I thought the the movie. I saw it on IMAX. Like I mostly do with all these type of movies, and uh, it was gorgeous on IMAX. You couldn't, I couldn't really see any flaws as far as um, you know the CG goes. Like right. in Black Panther, 
Yeah, the the movie. Um, well, yeah, because it's animated. You know, it's um, and they probably did practical effects during the the real time, the uh, out in the real world. But um, this movie, like, it, this is a tough sell because it, it. I think it made all its money in the first weekend. I don't think it's going to make any more money because this is like all the gamers went out there and watched this thing because it like had Overwatch characters in it. It had. You know, if you really pay attention, yeah. But when it came down to the when it, but when it came down to the game that they were playing, <clears throat> they were they were saying games that I had a hard time remembering. Like oh, what, they what was all in the eighties, yeah, adventure. Yeah, so and, I had a hard time remembering. I just know it because that's what I know. You know, right? But I had a hard time remembering it. So I'm thinking, like, I'm 39. There's 20 year olds in this theater who have like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what's adventure? <laughs> what is yeah, this? What's game? what's, what's pitfall? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's pitfall? Exactly. <laughs> you know, so so it was. They had like all the the pop culture stuff as people's avatars, which made sense. But when it came to solving the final puzzle, spoilers. 15 minutes into this review, yeah. Uh, um, you know that it. It was talking about old, old. I mean, they, they could have mentioned Frogger instead, and I feel like that's a more popular name. Right. My, or Pac-Man. My favorite part in the whole, because they obviously they were shoving 80s references in your face. Um, yeah. Some 90s, but the the whole, the the scene with the Shining, I thought was like my, oh my, was God. my absolute favorite. And it scared the yeah. shit out of me, too. Yeah, I was. And so imagine watching that shit on IMAX yeah. in 3D. <laughs> When that fucking elevator happens, and then after the elevator, I'm like, don't go into that room. I'm like, oh, my God, it's 237. Get the fuck out of that room. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm sitting in the theater. I'm like, holy shit, I'm about to see this scene in fucking IMAX. Yeah. Like, he, he recreated Kub- oh my Kubrick's God, thing, so like, perfectly in the virtual reality thing. It's so perfect. It was so good. And now I'm like, oh, man, I, they need to make that game. <clears throat> they need to make a Shining game. I want to be inside that thing. That'd be just they, I read some shit online that people had a problem with that scene that like was like it was um it was uh, Easter egg over overkill and I'm like no it wasn't no that scene was all shiny that was yeah yeah I've never seen anybody do something like that that was fucking brilliant yeah it was and I was wish great. I read the book to know whether that was Spielberg or that was actually in the book yeah that was uh, I wish somebody would tell us that was my favorite scene in the whole movie but that also made me question the movie as far as like is that movie for kids you know is it like there was some times in there where like people were dying and people were getting bloody and people were you know they were saying i mean there was curse words <laughs> there was like that part where chucky yeah. chucky was like a special you know, yes, or yes, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, ah, oh, fucking Chucky. <laughs> so I was sitting there going, like, I don't know if this movie is really for kids. Like, why didn't they right. just go rated R That's and a just hard go all PG out? Theme. Yeah, it's a it's a hard PG. I was just like, man, um, just go for it. I couldn't it. believe it wasn't P- was it PG thirteen? It was, but okay. I was like, why didn't they just go hard R? I'm like, and just do all kinds of cool shit. But I don't think Spielberg makes those type of movies. No, unfortunately, not, not that kind of R because. Yeah, there were times where I'm like, I'm watching this movie going like, this isn't really for kids. You know, my my son's old enough. He didn't care. But like my younger one was kind of sitting. Oh, there, the like, shining. That shining scheme scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it really made me feel uncomfortable. I was like, oh, my I God. I never, ever thought <laughs> like back in the day when I first watched The Shining, like in college, like stoned, that I would ever have to see that <laughs> Those fucking, fucking twins again. Lady. Oh, yeah. That the, too. The, the twins in IMAX, but that naked dead lady in IMAX. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh, my God! <laughs> and then the um, the you know the 
the axe goes through the door, and the next thing you yeah, know, he's running, he's no, running through the vineyard. You know, the, the there's snowy nowhere to hide bush. <laughs> in an IMAX theater when you're when you're completely caught off guard. Yeah, completely caught off guard with that scene. I thought it was just going to end on the blood, you know, the blood coming out of the elevator. But then when he went into two, three, seven, oh. I was like, oh, fuck. You're me. like, this don't go gonna, in there. This idiot. is going to happen on IMAX. This is going to happen on IMAX. They're actually going to do this on IMAX. You're all this. And kid, this kid doesn't know what he's doing. He's like, obviously, there was young kids. Young. There was young kids in IMAX, too. Yeah, that's crazy. And I was like, oh, man, they're going to have fucking nightmares tonight. <laughs> Because there's nothing you can do to escape that. I just that wanted scene. to see more shit like that. <laughs> I didn't want to like forget the stupid ridiculous. keys. I want to keep seeing that. <laughs> yeah, that that was by far the best scene in the movie for me. Yeah, I don't know. It was. I don't know. It was. It was interesting. I, I like movies where they're on a treasure hunt and shit like that. Yeah, solving puzzles, solving puzzles, and, and as long as the pu- like some of the, I think the like the last puzzle was a little extreme. I was like, how the fuck did they figure that out? You know. But whatever. I mean, they kind of take you through the paces and all that stuff. And, and well, I think that's where the rush thing comes in, where where Artemis says to uh, Artem, what was his Wade? That was his real name. Yeah. But, uh, what was his name in the Percival? Percival. Percival. Yeah. Um, when she says to him, like you're, you're the, you know more about uh, Halliday than anybody I've, in, in, that is around. Right. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> you only live six blocks from him. Right. I mean, there could be a guy 12 blocks away that might know more shit than him. You just haven't met him yet because you don't walk. Yeah. You what, know, like, oh, what about that scene where he's wearing, he, he gets that suit and like, she's like put, putting her hands all over him and you see it all oh, light yeah. up. It's all lighting up everywhere on his body, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Like, I'm like, "This is awesome!" I'm like, are they about to do it? <laughs> yeah. Are we about to see virtual sex <laughs> on IMAX? Because that would be awesome. <laughs> That's in the the DVD like, deleted scenes. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't know I wanted this in IMAX, but now I do. <laughs> I want this to happen. <laughs> And it was in 3D too, so it would have been even fucking even more trippy. <laughs> You're like, whoa! <laughs> it's, it's like, whoa! This balls are like it's coming right at me. <laughs> I almost feel like they're on my head. Teabag me, stop! Yeah. Get away from me! <clears throat> you're like you're like oh shit I, I, it's just like the air conditioner but you're like it kind of feels like that he's like right by my face <laughs> with his balls and you're like i i'm i'm no longer okay with this i immediately what regret if, this what decision if you, what if you see it like the the 40 theater it's like <laughs> he like smells like <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like two tangerines hitting you in the face or some shit right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm not okay you. with this. But his 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 ball smells citrusy, so there's that at least. Oh, he, I'm no, he surprised. takes care of himself. I'm like, I'm surprised he went citrusy with his balls. This is an interesting choice. Does that tingle? Does that? Yeah. Hurt? <laughs> oh God. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, but. I don't know. Like it, it just reminded me a lot of the Matrix, you know, because there was a lot of that. The real world is shitty, <laughs> and then the virtual right. reality. Well, is for awesome. that guy, like <laughs> yeah. I lives, like I lives on the fourth floor of a mobile home stack. <laughs> like literally, the only way to get up to his house is by chain. <laughs> Remember, he had to tie the chain down. Oh yeah, he he came down like three or four different ways, and then the last one right. was that chain. 
and he had to yeah, lock so it down. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> basically, if he forgets to tie that chain or somebody like cuts the rope, he's homeless. <laughs> He's homeless. <laughs> Someone's fucking with him. They just cut it. They're like, yeah. I want to see what he does. <laughs> I want to see how he gets home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked, uh, I did like H. I liked uh, the avatar was like that huge ogre dude. Yeah. And, and he ended had up that, being uh, Lena Waithe, which yeah. is fucking awesome. I didn't know she was in this. What a great cast. Like, that's how little, I that's how either. little I've been like, like reading up on this movie because I wanted to be surprised by everything. And she shows up. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. I knew that um, T.J. Miller, Miller was – I knew he was in it, but I didn't know he was playing a voice. Um, I th- um, I, I, that's what I wanted to question, too. He's the only main character, like, speaking avatar that you don't see you don't ever who see. that is. Yeah. And yeah. I'm wondering if they cut him out of the movie – that's, because of the shit that he was going through. That's very possible. But also, I didn't like his character because he's not the type of... He can't play evil. And they went a, a direction of, like, they didn't make him really that evil. He he kind of was bumbling a little bit. And I don't... Well, he was bumbling, like, as far as his speech... His his speaks... Um, his, his, the way his character spoke. Right. But, like... But that's because, like, he's an idiot. But he's that good because he's good at the game. Right. So, like, when you saw him with, you know, his weapons and shit like that, that's what he's good at. He's definitely not good at speaking. It's just he's like that He's like that guy who's a complete retard, but for some reason, when you stick a control in front of him, he's just amazing at everything that he plays. And right. that's, like, that's why I felt like he was. But I, I'd like to know, like, ask your kid if... He's featured if, in it prominently? Like yeah, like, you stuff? actually ever see him in the real world. Yeah. Because my 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 suspicion is that they cut him from the movie in, in that sense. Also, like, there's a part where they're driving around in a van, and I was like, well, how powerful... What power source they have in there to connect to the Oasis, number one? And number two, why don't... Why didn't they just find a parking garage and park in there and hide? Like, why were they driving around? Yeah, and then when you stopped, you stopped right in front of the opening, like, like the where the... There's a huge gate, gate like you're just walking by. You can see the truck. Why don't, why don't you just pull in a little bit more? <laughs> yeah, you can still totally you know? see it. Or at least somebody go back and push the two pieces of wood closer together. Yeah, you know, like I was like, that's that took me out of. The, I forgot about that. That took me out of the movie too. You're like, you're I'm not like, aren't you trying to really hide well. from people? It's like Grandma's boy. You're not really hiding yeah. very well. <laughs> I can see yeah, your like, shoes. How did he, yeah. <laughs> or like he like puts his jacket up against the wall. Right. He's like, how did he see me? Yeah, he see me? <laughs> so like when they pulled in there, I'm like, oh, there must be like an underground tunnel. Right. That they're going to go into. And then I saw the truck just stop. <laughs> they're just. And the camera, <laughs> the camera is basically the view of the drone. If they were flying down the street. Right. And it's a perfect shot to the van. I'm like, pull, pull it a little bit more. <laughs> Keep going. You're not pulled over all the way yet. Yeah, I can't pull over anymore. <laughs> no, you certainly can. I can still see your fucking the ass of the truck. Yeah, and they didn't have like like any kind of disguise in that truck. That truck was pretty like easy to, to distinguish. That truck it was between pretty unique. Else's. Yeah, <laughs> it might as well have been like the Ninja Turtle truck, <laughs> Scooby Doo van. Fucking gr- yeah, or or like you got turtle shells all over your truck, the yellow and green one from the cartoon. I think like, that's they'll, it. They'll never, they'll never see us in this. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, that's yeah, crazy. 
uh, what else about this movie? I like the scenes with Holiday, uh, uh, where it showed him where they went into like his library and they could see all the. Yeah, I wanted stuff. more of that. I wanted more of that trying to figure shit out because surprisingly, not surprisingly, I guess, but there was a lot of action in this movie. More so than I thought there would have been. I thought I was going to get more of that figuring shit out. This could be like a six-episode six Netflix show, you know? Oh, that would have been awesome. It, it, it would have been really cool. Um, I mean, I, it's okay what we got. But also, there isn't any kind of um, sequel that I know of. He didn't, he didn't write another one. So it just kind of ends with him winning, winning the whole thing. Right. Um, that was like a Willy Wonka moment in there, too. Yeah, kind of is. You know, they're just like, here you go. Here's <coughs> half a trillion dollars. Here you go. Yeah, there was like no way that that was not an homage or a blatant ripoff of Willy Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> well, the guy wrote, I think I told you this, but the guy wrote another book that came out a couple of years after Ready Player One, and it's called Armada. And it sounds just like Last Starfighter, you know, as far as like playing this video game. And then they're like, whoever's the best of the best, they choose them to actually fight a real fight that's coming up right so yeah that sounds like a mix between um last starfighter and also ender's game yes yes which i'm still pissed off at that movie i i am too but just like i'm pissed off but at again when you take an old property from years and years ago and you try to make a movie today people people look at that and go oh that's a direct ripoff of blah 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 and you're like no ex- not exactly the movies we're seeing today are a ripoff of that movie. So you can't right. bring that movie out now. You can't bring John yeah. Carter out. You can't bring that movie out. You can't, you know, it, it's it's hard. Like Valerian is another example. That was an old French comic book from years and years ago. It's like, oh, well, we've, you know, Fifth Element, we kind of already saw that, you know. Yeah. So. <clears throat> no, I thought they did a good job of this one where they, um, they kind of, they captured the game speak. They captured the game speak because right it now. It felt real in that sense. Yeah. yeah. We're living in a world right now where everyone is just so many people are playing games like Fortnite is like a huge game right now and, and, and a ton of other type of multiplayer games. Um, and then it just kind of makes sense that the next wave would be like a virtual reality thing where everybody's doing that and everyone's like going into a, a virtual space, you know, to to hang out with each other and do shit and play games and all that stuff. Like that's, it's going that direction, you right. know? Um, of course that's what this movie takes place. Like what? 30 years from now or some shit. Or yeah. Like not enough. 20 something years from now. Yeah. I hate when they do that. I hate cause uh, that was the same problem I had with minority report. Um, Spielberg's other movie. And just, I felt like one of his last sci-fi movies. Yeah, we're not going to have, um, we're not going to have mobile stacks in 20 years. <laughs> it's not, yeah. That's, that was the problem. I, uh, I yeah, that was the exact problem. Like I had that place looked like report. shit. It, it looked like it Wally wasn't far enough. It wasn't far enough into the future. Right. You know, and like ready player one takes place 20 or 30 years from now. I'm like, no, we're, we're not going to live in mobile stacks. <laughs> yeah. Especially in a big city. You know, like, I and the technology was just so far advanced in what they were doing. Um, yeah, but yeah. but again, I I do like the fact that the Oasis is basically you're a giant MMO. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. And I could see like you know putting that shit on and meeting people in the in the space and hanging out and 
bullshit, and especially if they don't live two blocks from you. That's <laughs> 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 still going to bug me. I'm just like, all five of your friends <laughs> live within the same vicinity of you. Yeah, um, all the be- your online. friends is friends with all these other friends, these two other friends online, and you fall in love out of everybody on the internet. And they're within a bus route to elementary school. And she's cute. Other. And she's cute in your age, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> she, well, she has a little bit of a birthmark, but that's okay. Yeah. I, that reminded me of Avatar. Yeah. I don't know. When she's she's like, oh, nobody li-. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're cute. Why would anyone care about that birthmark? I'm sitting here watching the movie going like, I don't care. I think you're cute. It's like, she's, she's just like, I, you know, I basically hide in this virtual space because I don't like the way, right. the way I look. Like, come on, give me a break. You can't get a job because of a birthmark. It's not even that much of a birthmark, honestly. She can't get a job because she can't leave that building, I think. I Oh, yeah, that's probably. I, really? She couldn't leave the building. Think, Why, though? I thought they were after her because of her father, right? Or did she oh, do something? Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think she's kind of like a rogue. Like, I like think she, she she owes them like m- like time, money, and time. Yeah, or, yeah, the coins, whatever in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah I so think she has right. to pay that off either from herself or <laughs> the results of whatever her father did. Right, didn't do. That's right. Um, I forgot about that. But see, there's like a lot of. There's also like a little bit of. Hunger Games in the sense of like the way that it's all against the people in the Oasis or to protect the Oasis and to protect from this other faction that's not faction but other company that's like Oasis, you know, mm-hmm. that are basically just an AdWords company. But um, but this this idiot, you know, I was I call him Director Krennic because I can't remember his name in the Oasis in the movie, but you know Ben Mendelsohn's character, he. <laughs> I mean, again, these stupid, uh, other than T.J. Miller's character that he had hired, which I don't know why he didn't hire that guy to, like, help solve and beat the game. But they didn't, he didn't hire any smart person to beat the game. He hired these, like, henchmen, you know, right. to, to play the game. And, and they're all just fodder. They just, they fail miserably. Yeah, and they got armies and armies of gamers. Like, I wanted to good. see somebody that was the equivalent of Wade. Like, I wanted to see somebody that was, like, really he had to go up against this guy, you know? I thought it was going to be the um, the T.J. Miller character. I really thought it was going to be him. Like, they would have a showdown. Nah, they kind of they did, but it wasn't that great. No, the showdown was between, was the Mega Godzilla, you know, which I guess is yeah. the biggest power up in the game. And, like, the, the bad guy was inside of it, but... That the Gundam one. thing was fucking badass, though. Oh, that was really cool, actually. I thought about you when I saw that. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. It would have been better if it was Voltron, but... Oh, you know. yeah. Or, you know, actually do something cool with Transformers, you know? Oh, uh, no, I would have rather seen, like, a live-action Voltron. Like a cg live-action <laughs> Voltron. That would have been so badass. Fuck it. Could you imagine that? A fucking live-action uh, Voltron, like, cg Voltron... Uh, fighting against. Oh, why the didn't they do that? Because he's got five friends that could all, you know, connect. Oh, that would have been awesome. And they could have, been, you know, like fuck Pacific Rim. This would have been more awesome. You know, I would have, I would have creamed right there. Right there. <laughs> You're like, would have been done. Would have been fucking over. I would have been done if Parsifal was like, and I'll form the head. I was like, yep, yep. I'm done. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. I have to hide my popcorn in front of this. See, we just we <laughs> we just improved the movie exponentially yeah. just by putting a you know that would have been fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm picturing that final battle scene with Voltron doing it instead of the Gundam. Yeah. Oh, that was so awesome. Yeah. Instead, you know, we get like uh, the one guy was the caretaker the whole time. Right. You know, which I don't know. That why was pretty I, cool. Yeah, I didn't know why I didn't see that coming. I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of obvious. That's cool. But he got the he got the one up coin. You know? Yeah, that was pretty badass. I like that scene. Yeah, there's a lot of good things in this movie. Like I thought the Iron Giant thing was cool, but now that you mentioned Voltron or I mentioned Voltron, whoever did, it's fucking. You that's did. way better. Yeah, it was way better than Iron Giant. It would have been. I mean, yeah, that would have been so fucking awesome. That would have been. Oh awesome. no, I can't. I can't stop thinking about it now. <laughs> I think I saw an X-wing and a Millennium Falcon in there somewhere, but I didn't see the Falcon, but I saw the Imperial shuttle. Yeah, it was really brief. Um, yeah, and there was a speeder too from Jedi. Oh, really? The motorcycle oh, speeder. Oh, cool. The bike speeder bikes. Yeah, and of course, the, yeah, you know the, the DeLorean was the you know the obvious. Uh, yeah, it was. You know what was fun, fucking awesome about his DeLorean? Is that he had the Knight Rider uh, thing on the front of it. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was like going back and forth. Yeah, so he like modded it with the Knight Rider uh, thing. Yeah, that race that, that race in the beginning was it was pretty crazy. It was, and I really enjoyed when he figured it out and he was watching all that stuff happen underneath. That was so cool. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. No, it's, there's, I mean, shit. There's a lot of good scenes I can't in wait movie. to actually this thing comes out on, you know, on digital because that's really what I want to do is sit there and watch all the Easter eggs and like, well, here's the problem with that is I was, I was in IMAX, right? So it doesn't matter. If no, I you never mentioned my, that. <laughs> it doesn't matter that like, <laughs> it doesn't matter that like I can watch it on uh, my 65 inch right. TV because it, it, it's still, it was hard to see a, there on that giant screen. I'm going to have hard, even harder time finding all the Easter eggs here. Maybe. But I, I definitely want to watch it again because um, I missed the speeder bikes. I missed a bunch of Easter eggs because I was taking myself out of the movie sometimes because I wanted to see everything. Like in the race, I wanted to see like, hey, can I see a Mario Kart or something? You know, I was looking for all different types of vehicles. Right. And then what would what, 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 what really throw me off is if something looked really cool but it wasn't from a movie, but it, I took myself out of the movie trying to figure out, like, where did, did I, have I ever seen that vehicle before? So, like, even right. things that weren't Easter eggs, you were still thinking it might have been, and you just don't know it. I was kind of afraid going into this movie, to be honest, that there would be way too much to look at and that it would take me out of the movie. But it wasn't It wasn't too – I mean, yeah, there was a lot of shit, but it was during times where there was a lot of stuff going on, so it wasn't like – you know, really distracting too much. But there were times where I was paying too much attention to what's going on around that, what the actual characters are doing. I was like, what's that thing over there? Oh, like, what's that? You know? Right, like, right. Oh, like, should I when miss they something? Were, when you do like a, um, when they were doing like a, a big motion, like scenery shift, like, but it was all in one shot. That's when I was the most distracted because I was like, oh, they're going really fast. So they're probably going to put a quick Easter egg here. So let me pay attention to everything outside of the main characters. Right. And that, that kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, but, it's, um, it's definitely one. I mean, I, I bet you can go on YouTube and kind of look, and I bet you they have all the Easter eggs listed out. Uh, but I, I think it's definitely worth a ticket. I, I really. 
I think it's so. Definitely worth a ticket. It's Spielberg too. I mean, the guy's he's still. I mean, he's still got it. He's in his seventies. He's still you know doing pretty well. I just I just think you know I I wanted to see something really really like I really wanted. There were times where I saw him going for it, and then he kind of like just did the same thing over and over again. Cause like he's, his style of filmmaking is unmistakable. It's, it's the movie. If you plucked it from here and just shoved it right into the eighties in between all of his other movies, it fit right in except the technology wouldn't have been there, but it's, it's very similar to his movies. And he, and they did, he did little tricks. Like I said, with the music, with certain, you know, visuals. I was like, fuck, like it transported me back to the eighties. And I'm sure he was trying to do that for people our age. And then for the young people, it was all about the gamer shit. So, but, but this movie's very, like, I think it's very niche. Like there's not like my wife would not, she's like, I don't want to watch that movie. It looks like bullshit, you know? And there's so many people I talk to. They're like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not interested in that. So it's a hard sell, you know? Um, for me, when I watched that trailer for the first time, I, all I saw was Iron Giant. I was like, I'm there. Fuck it. I, you know, this, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. So. I knew, I knew, like, the, every trailer that I saw coming for this movie. I, when the first trailer hit, I was like, this just looks like a giant Easter egg movie. Yeah. And then the second and third trailer came out, and I was like, oh, this this looks actually good enough to put in my top ten. Right. Um. So, I, I mean, I, again, I still enjoyed the movie. Um. I don't know. You want to do the ratings now? I'm trying to figure out where where did we put Ready Player One in our top ten? Because like I didn't even I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. I I don't remember either, and that's a bummer. Because like I wanted to. Because like I don't know. I I don't know. Remember if I had this thing really really high on my list or not. But um, I don't think it was high on mine. I think it's. I think it'll. It might drop considerably, if, especially if some of the other movies that are coming out this year kick ass there might be um, some quiet quiet uh, movies coming out this yeah year. you never know another shape of water or arrival type situation i don't you know i don't know but um anyway uh yeah let's do the ratings so all uh, you know i i'm gonna say for me i'm gonna say three uh chainsaws well, we, we didn't do the uh oh diversity the, rating yeah. um i think this movie was uh fairly diverse i would have liked to have seen more from the secondary characters though I, I think they fleshed out H a little more than the, I mean, the two like Japanese guys, they didn't really do much of anything other than, I mean, it was cool when they introduced the 11 year old and you're like, Oh my God, that's badass! Like that kid is really, really good. You know? Um, <coughs> but I, so as far as diversity rating, I'm, I'm, it's, that's a tough one. It's like, I'll, I, I want to say plethora, but I feel like because they didn't give those guys too much to do, I feel like saying Jan Brady. So I'm like kind of in between those two. I'm definitely so. right with you because if you if you just look at the cast, you're thinking, okay, this is a pretty diverse cast. But every major speaking part in this movie is is basically white. The right. two the two leads, uh, Artemis uh, Ty and Sheridan, yeah. right? Um, both of them fabulous actors. I thought they did really yeah, well. I did too. Um, but uh, but they're both white. The main bad guy. Um, both bad guys, uh, T.J. Middleton. Miller too. They're they're both right. white. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, Halliday, he's white. Uh, Simon Pegg, white. You know, so I, th- I think I'm like with a Jan Brady. Just yeah. because you put these other people of color in the movie doesn't mean that it's automatically great. Right. You know. So, I mean, again, I mean, the, the CEO of both companies were white. 
right <laughs> or th- or three actually the, the, the people two people who founded it white right and then the ceo of the uh whatever middleson's uh, uh sorrento's character was um whatever his company was he's yeah, white so t- i know why didn't they take like ben middleson's character and like put because every time I saw him, I kept thinking director Krennic. I was like, ah, you know, I like this actor. I've seen him in some shit where he's so good, but I'm, we're seeing him too much now. I like, I wanted like maybe Idris Elba in there or something or, or somebody, you know, that's, that's strong and, and, uh, and foreboding and, and, you know, and scary, you know, well, he could have made a good I rock. Oh yeah. He totally could have. He totally you know, could and, have. And, and, um, been a little bit more foreboding than t- I, I thought it was a nice contrast, though, with T.J. Miller, the way that he speaks versus what his character looks like. Yeah. You know, because his character is totally badass and he's really good at the game. But, but it, it's when he talks that he's probably a 300-pound nerd, you know, sitting at his desk right. all day long playing is what it felt like. I think he was trying what they were going for. But, um, yeah, so anyway, I don't know. So I, a little, Jan Brady for me. Yeah, Jan Brady. And then, uh, I, like I said, I, I think I've already said my chainsaw rating but I, i'm gonna go with a three so that's uh three chainsaws for me i think it was it was, a, it was go, okay i think we're on par with this movie three lightsabers for me it, it was missing it was missing more heart like for example you know he he runs in the beginning to save his aunt and once she dies and then he mentions it one other time like the, you, you know you killed my aunt it's not it's never really felt you never saw the character actually feel for that so when he's like, you killed my aunt, I was like, yeah, but you haven't mentioned her for like 40-something minutes. Yeah, and your aunt was a bitch because she let that let her boyfriend fuck you up, you know? So it was really hard, you know? I, I It should have been somebody that he was closer to, I think. Well, at um, least there's ways to show a better <coughs> connection to. Yeah. And if you really were that upset that your aunt died, you would have been more upset, actually, when it happens. Right, you know? right. I mean... It should have been something like, you know, like, I'm so sorry, sweetheart. Like, I, I don't know what to do. He's, you know, like right, something, right. something something was missing. Yeah, something was missing there. So when she died, even I, I didn't really care. I was yeah, like, all right. Like, it would have been. I was like, if that's, if that's what's going to drive him, that's a pretty lame thing. Yeah, it would have been more impactful if it killed one of his buddies, you know, or <coughs> right. like, like he, like somebody, you know, like the, the two Japanese guys, if they lived in Japan and they're playing, you know, and somehow they figured that out and they went and destroyed their shit. You know, that would have been sad. That would have been like... Yeah, I, really would, I really need to read this book. <laughs> You're like, I don't, really know the don't kill the Japanese guys. <laughs> don't do I that. really want to know the differences between the book. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm curious. I want to read the book because I hear it's just, it's really fun. It's really good. So I'll sit down and read it. And I'll probably read Armada too. I, I wouldn't doubt if that becomes a movie if this becomes successful and it looks like this is going to become worldwide successful, but I, I'm curious to know how much the movie cost because it looks expensive. There was a ton of, even in the yeah. real world, even in the real world in, in the movie, there was a bunch of CG. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the, the entire stacked motorhome thing, unless you were on ground level, everything was CG. Yeah. So, you so. know, I don't, I don't know. How that's, I'm guessing like 150 to 175 million. Yeah, which you know, if that's the case, and, and they probably saved a lot of money from the cast. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There's nobody in there that was expensive for sure. But but he does a good job casting people. So the kids were great. All the people playing that in the game. Everybody were great. is good. Everybody is good. Anybody, I mean, 
And yeah, anybody who had a main speaking part was really good in this movie. Yeah. Except T.J. Miller. Anyway, so... <laughs> I like T.J. Miller, but... <laughs> I do, too, but after all that shit, I have a problem with him. And yeah, like, yeah. Now now he's going to be in Deadpool, too. Eh, it's like... Eh. They might cut some of his scenes, too. I wouldn't doubt it. And he's not integral to any of the plot, so he doesn't need to be in there. Yeah. I'd rather have the taxi driver in there than him. But, oh, yeah, uh, me too. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> anything else to add to this, uh, to this yeah. movie? All right. We're good. Well, Spielberg, uh, I hope you continue making these type of movies. I mean, he went on a historical binge for a while, and I'm glad that he came back and did the shit that he's really good at because I I did enjoy it for what it was. I just wish it was a little bit more. It seems like you you as well. So we'll see. I mean, when it comes out on digital, I'm definitely going to download you know, watch it again. And uh, and check out all the Easter eggs and watch the behind the scenes shit because I'm really interested in that. Oh so, yeah, definitely. Um, anyway, well, uh, that was episode 128 of Chew on This a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Till next time, folks. Chew on that. Later. <laughs>